0: Is that a machete in your pocket, sir, or are you just happy to see me?
1: I'm just saying. Why wouldn't you check the back seat?
0: I'm just not here for it.
1: I kind of enjoyed the axe to the face.
0: Ooh, hey there, Mr. Monster.
1: So chill or kill?
0: to Netflix and Kill. This is our second attempt at starting the show today because oh, the first time, let's just say was a little dry.
1: It was. It was a little dry, honey. It was dry. It was um just flat.
0: Had just worked an 8-hour shift. It was not <laughs> good for it you. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was just like you you just got off that 8-hour shift and you got home and you just
0: you have about ten minutes before you have to be in bed, otherwise you're gonna be dog ass tired tomorrow. Uh-huh. So you just gotta get it in. You know yep. what I mean?
1: Yep, but you're still kinda of hungry, so you like run to the fridge and just so you stare split that at it.
0: ten minutes between yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah, that's what it was like. But this time it's kind of, it's gonna be different. Yeah. It's, I believe. We
1: say that every time we start. <laughs> it's gonna get easier.
0: I say that every time I wake up in the morning. Yeah. Anyway. And it never
1: does. Does it? for any of us
0: welcome back to another rousing episode of netflix and kill
1: yeah yeah it's uh it's been great you know getting to watch all of these uh excellent films that netflix provides to us during our time of need
0: fabulous high high quality horror content Mm -hmm. i would say much like the film that we'll be reviewing for you today which is 2019's dead i'm
1: so glad you remembered what it was that we watched because We've been watching a lot, and I'm like, "What are we doing? What is life? Yeah, what's going on right yeah. now?
0: It's difficult. It's difficult to structure uh, things like time, much because it's a made up concept. It really so. is. I think luckily, I was comfortable with that before this quarantine, so that's true. I've been
1: handling this all in stride. <laughs> well, I think both of us were like, "What
0: was that film that we watched? We kept. So we we watched a couple things. We have a couple." Um, we're ahead of schedule.
1: <laughs> oh, I think that's what's got us fucked up. Right?
0: Um, but there's a couple of things on our list to record that we've already watched. And this one was one that I kept leaving off the fucking list. Like, I would go through the list, and Kenny be like, and DeadCon. And I'd like list it off again another day when we were talking about scheduling our recording. And he'd be like, and DeadCon. And I'm like, <laughs> hmm. Just wasn't just wasn't there for me on the list. So we're sitting down recording it today, and we're going to chat about it.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Uh, we're going to try to. Um, Do you want to
0: give us a plot synopsis? If I
1: can. I mean, <laughs> definitely. So I tried looking for a Wikipedia page on this, and apparently it doesn't exist. It's not on
0: Wikipedia? No. Uh, hmm.
1: It's not on Wikipedia's radar. Telling. Um, but yes, so it is a 2019 uh Listed as a drama, horror, mystery It's listed as a drama? Drama first, horror second, mystery last.
0: Interesting. Um, Interesting choice.
1: I mean, we could have probably just went with mystery because, well. I think. Well.
0: I think she was trying. Anyway, all right. Plot synopsis first, then we'll discuss. Plot synopsis first. (laughs)
1: So the point is uh, you have this... uh, well, all right. So you have this convention um, of YouTubers and social media stars that come together, and you know they're staying at this hotel. Things get weird, and they start. I don't really. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know.
0: So, all right. Let well, me give it a crack. Let me give, you let give me, this let a, me crack take a crack because crack at it.
1: this is like.
0: I'm going to hit it out of the park. All right. So, like Kenny was saying, you have a conference of, like, or a convention. I guess not a conference. A convention of all of these um, social media video stars. It's very obviously referencing YouTube, um, but it doesn't say YouTube because they're not trying to get sued by Google. And we aren't either. So... (laughs) It's referencing you t- the YouTube platform, and it's sort of commenting on these, you know, social media um, stars who, these bloggers, who basically turned their life and the filming of their life into um, a monetized, like, stream of revenue for them. So it's about um, these different, like, personalities who are all gathered in this one hotel. Well, apparently the hotel has some sort of paranormal element, um going on uh it is a haunted hotel um, and hijinks basically ensue from there um that's basically the best i guess that's the only plot synopsis that we can give you now before we put up a spoiler alert because getting into like why the hotel is haunted is sort of part of the point of the movie i guess yeah like that would be a spoiler so we'll say haunted hotel Bunch of social media, YouTube stars, um, YouTube, not YouTube, but, uh, Soutube, and then there's a bunch of kids most apparently likely. that watch them that are their fans and they're all in this hotel and the hotel's haunted. Boom. There's your plot synopsis.
1: Yeah. And spoiler warning. All right. All right. Well, now so, that all of those people are gone and it's just us. Now that the
0: uninformed have left the chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the reason that the hotel is haunted is because we have these, um, we have this guy, it's it's shown in the prologue, actually, that there's this man who was inventing this computer. It, it looked like what may have been the first social network, if mm-hmm. you will, or the prototype of the chat room. Like a was, chat room. Yeah. yeah. Which they, I think they put that in like somewhere in the 1980s or something. Something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah. early 80s, I think.
0: But it looked very like the, I don't know, questionable about the timing on that. Cause I'm pretty sure chat rooms were around like even in like the prototype of chat rooms were like from the early 90s. And they looked a lot better than what was shown on the screen. So
1: yeah. Anyway. I don't remember there being chat rooms on my old Macintosh computer.
0: Macintosh. Macintosh. But they existed. There were definitely people in chat rooms in like 92 or whatever. But there were like, there was just not a lot. The internet wasn't open to like everybody. It was exclusive. um, It was exclusive to nerds. (laughs) So um, basically this man had built this computer system, this social media platform, this whatever um, within the internet and he was shit canned for it (laughs) and told to shut down the project. And then we have Billy, who is this fucking voice from within the machine, who says, you know, I can help you. With I can help you popularize your social media platform if you uh, help find me friends in real life. And yeah. that's kind of like it's left on this weird note, right? Yeah. So basically what we find out, we don't find out shit about Billy and why he fucking needs friends. Um, but we do find out that he, uh, basically what happened is the guy who invented the social media platform was kidnapping kids. Um And feeding them essentially to the computer, which was fucking haunted, in order to gain success. And then we flash forward into the present. And, of course, the social media whole YouTube, not YouTube, platform thing is referencing, you know, obviously comes from the progression of that first, what we're led to believe, or sort of is insinuated, the first social media uh, presence online which was this program that this guy was making. Yeah. Um, And every character is shit. Um, (laughs) Nobody is really redeemable. Um, And we basically, you know, see them get taken out one by one by this haunted entity. Um, Only the problem is that we don't really learn that much about the haunted entity.
1: I know. That's what I struggled with uh, when you were trying to tell me uh, when I was attempting to do this plot synopsis yeah it was really hard it was hard because i'm just like what um yeah so you've you've got this entity you don't really know a whole lot um about it there's no real like backstory so there
0: are breadcrumbs that are left for us right like we see when the main girl who i don't even fucking know her name i'm sorry guys but i i don't (laughs) um the main ashley is it ashley
1: girl i don't know
0: whatever the main character um who is a piece of shit like everybody else um she (laughs) actually she's a little bit less of a piece of shit i think but um annoying still so she goes she finds in her in her room this picture of this like it's almost like it's slid under the door it's this little boy who is standing and like holding a balloon or whatever looking fucking creepy and he's from like the 70s or whatever um, late 70s, I think. Possibly. Possibly. We don't really know. I think it has a date on the photo, but he... Um, so we see this photo. It's really fucking creepy. You turn it over, and it says Billy on the back. So that apparently is Billy, which is the same name as the voice from within the computer who we saw talking to the guy who invented that chat room in the 80s who is compelling this man to basically feed uh, people to the computer. Yeah. Um, and then you have like the the Easter bunny balloon, like the weird creepy bunny balloon in the closet. So there are breadcrumbs that are left out, but the problem is that the dots are never fucking connected. Why is the Easter bunny thing even a thing? Yeah, what the fuck is just, it just there because it's the, creepy? In
1: the picture uh, that they that she found, he was holding a, a bunny. Yeah, right. But yeah. it's like never. Really explained as to why I think it it was just more of like just something thrown in to be creepy, but without right. any sort of like without any context, context or whatsoever. whatsoever. We
0: don't ever reference why there's a fucking bunny balloon. Like why is it a thing? Yeah. Was it a fucking Easter parade? And that picture was taken at the Easter well, parade where that boy died. Ooh, like it, yeah, it's you never, never
1: you never really know. It's not. It's kind of like uh like if you were trying to think of it and the red balloon. Yeah, but it makes more sense because it being a clown right. would have balloons exactly uh you never really know like why does this kid just have a fucking huge ass fucking bunny balloon
0: and like why is that so signif- like why is that significant enough to be sort of his indicator as a as a ghost yeah. as an entity mm-hmm. Um, We never know.
1: Yeah. No, you don't. Um, So eventually she, uh, our main character, who is um, she's this major like she's this big YouTube star and she's there at this convention. And what really killed me is that she doesn't really know. Like she's just over the convention. She's like, I'm here, but I don't want to be here. Like, you know, this bitch. And if they're going by like, you know, what YouTube stars are today and representing that they make fucking bank. Yeah. Off of this shit. Right. So like this is your job. Yeah. And this girl just like deigns to be Hates there. It.
0: I think they were going for the story of like somebody who maybe started blog started blogging because they really enjoyed it. And now it's a revenue stream for them. And it's been turned into this like thing that is like fake. Right. The yeah. the, the common. uh refrain in this film is this concept of these people as being fake but what kept bugging like and part of it I think was just us being able to being unable to step outside of of our own context I think because, you know, we've been to, we've, we've gone to a convention before. We plan to go to more conventions, if we fucking have any after coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we, we actually have, we even actually, spoiler alert, have some lined up for this year. So if they fucking go through.
1: That's true. <laughs> fingers
0: crossed on that one. But having gone to a convention representing the podcast, you know, people don't have to listen to your shit. People don't have to watch your shit. People sure. don't have to have any fucking thing to do yeah. with you. And I think it just struck a nerve with us that I, I think what the filmmakers were trying to go for is this person who used to love this thing who now has gotten tired of it because it's such a big, like, like it's it doesn't have any heart left to it because they're making money off of it. Right. But A, yeah. it doesn't have to be that way. And B, like, it was just really hard for us to step outside of our – out outside of our own context and and relate to the struggle that she was feeling because for us it's like okay like I, I don't really give a shit if you're tired these I people mean, support you these people listen to the content or watch the content that you put out you're gonna you're gonna have to fucking show up right. like we've had situations where we ne- we didn't necessarily feel the best but if you're showing up for people who are showing up for you. You better fucking be there. No, totally.
1: Like, there's obviously a a fine line between, you know, like when it comes to your mental health and needing space and stuff like that. But here's the thing. You came to this with the intention that you knew what was going to happen. Like, you opted in. Like, you opted into this. You know that this is a convention where people are going to be there to see you specifically. It's not like that you were just running to Starbucks or somewhere and then, you know, was accosted and, people and just then like, like yeah that's expected. a different story yes right? they
0: came so that they could meet you you they showed up purchased tickets them. yeah
1: and so so her attitude towards the whole thing was really kind of shitty and really put me off
0: yeah it, both of us and i think that the, because we've been there at that exactly. convention and like have yes. been
1: tired and doing that and yep. then like I've and been
0: eating Indian food in the lobby <laughs> with no fucking forks with while my hands. I <laughs>
1: take my turn while we take turns eating. Yes. So that way someone can be at our table and represent the show.
0: And and don't have any issues with it or problems with it because nah, the thing that excites us most is meeting people who enjoy our content who take the time to sit down and listen to us. Yeah. So I think And I think there was a level of we were not necessarily supposed to like these people. But at the same time, I felt very much like the film was trying to get me to relate to her struggle. And I just couldn't. Yeah. Because I guess the difference is that you and I, like, were able to take care of each other. And, like, we do – while we do do things to, like, promote the show and meet listeners and everything like that, we also try to keep in mind – our own mental health right. and we don't run ourselves we try not to run ourselves into the ground to the point that we just get so like disillusioned and burn out that we don't care about it anymore right True. Yeah. so that is part of taking care of yourself and i think that the film was kind of trying to show us that she had that manager who was just like pushing her for more and more and more and i think she didn't have somebody in that protector role of like hey i need to take some time for myself right but at the same time, she was just a fucking whiny ass cunt about it. And I can't. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> I, true. I literally can't. Um,
1: Yeah. So and she's there with these other, you know, uh, social media stars. And there's like a core group of people, of of characters that you kind of have.
0: Core group. But we use that term lightly because lightly. they don't fucking interact really, except for like occasionally. occasionally. And there's like hinted at that they like the dialogue between them. Like is is manipulated to the point that like you're you're supposed to believe, I think, that they know each other and they're like interrelated, but also they never really interact. Yeah. And so it feels totally strange.
1: Yeah, because you have our main social media girl and then you also have there's like another social media girl who. Uh, and they're exactly has like, fucking alike. Pretty much. They have. um Except that one girl wears creepers. So she's cool. <laughs> Um, and, you know, they sort of like one girl has her like she has her boyfriend, the guy that she's cheating on her boyfriend with, who is also a social media star there at the convention. And then you have our main girl who really just has her manager. And then their really only connection is that they know each other through social media pretty yes. much. Yes. Um, and that they are all sort of, quote unquote, victims of this paranormal um experience that's going down at this hotel um and so throughout this you have like these throngs of children fans that like keep they show them several times just running down the hallways knocking and beating on the doors and like playing fucking ding dong ditch and running around and I'm like what the fuck is this like it made absolutely no sense to me you never really have any context as to like what this our main characters like she seemed to have a lot of really, really, really young kids right? as fans. But like,
0: everything we see her vlogging is just, like, it's not kid kid content. No, just, like, like, and I'm
1: talking, like, kids that should be watching probably Dora the fucking Explorer or Yeah, like, shit. really like, young kids. Really small I kids.
0: I could have gotten it if it was, like, preteens or, like... Mid teens, early teens, right. But these were like six year olds, and I'm like, why are you watching?
1: (laughs) I'm like, I just don't understand. Maybe that's just because we're old, and maybe. But I just didn't really get it. It didn't make sense to me. It just seemed to be like a way to throw in that kid element because you have Billy as a kid who I guess wants friends.
0: I guess, and then and then maybe when you have the possession stuff that's going on, like maybe that's supposed to make it creepier if it's kids, but. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So uh, we get into a point where our main character becomes possessed.
0: Which, by the way, her rolling up to that was probably the best part of the film for me was her rolling up to the meet and greet. Because she looked crazy as shit. Like her she had like the raccoon eyeliner and then her hair was all fucking crazy. Yeah. But then she had a nice blouse on and a good she pair had, of skinny jeans and then um no she was shoes. Barefoot. <laughs> and she was just like rolling up and just like walking all slow with that possessed, like straightforward yeah. stare, and I was like, Kenny, this That's- is me. This is me showing up to the That's meeting.
1: true. She had those dark circles under her eyes or whatever. Fuck and, yeah. um, you know, she kind of takes a few pictures and then finds just a random child by themselves and starts to lead them away until the parent that's of not said me. child. That part's
0: not me. You keep your children. I don't want them. <laughs> we
1: don't want them, trust me.
0: <laughs> um,
1: until the parent of said child finally shows the fuck up, which, thank God. <laughs> <But> that's <laughs> the only
0: time we see a fucking parent, basically.
1: Right. And And then so the girl just kind of poofs i guess goes back to her hotel room to be creepy yeah um and but later
0: doesn't that same child get sucked into like the w- computer almost oh she almost did
1: yeah almost did
0: she just kept getting in trouble girl two strikes
1: so meanwhile we have our other youtube uh, excuse me our other social media stars um you have our one girl who's cheating on her boyfriend with this other guy plot twist her actual boyfriend decides to show up, which makes it awkward because all three of them in this little love triangle are staying at this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just kind of get, you know, picked off.
0: Well, you have that scene where um, the the girl who is cheating on her boyfriend, who, by the way, is the supreme douchebag. Like, I didn't like, feel bad. I Yeah. he He's a piece of garbage. Um, but she also, again... Everybody everyone in this is really illness. a piece of shit um so she is cheating on him with this other guy and this other guy is like pressuring her to like um dump the guy she's cheating on probably a good idea and <laughs> then um be in this like formalized relationship with him but she's not really trying to do that she's not really about that life um she's just trying to get them good times and she's not here for that bullshit but then again she is the bullshit so yeah um anyway there's a scene where he he comes over and he like they're gonna have sex and he's like uh i think he asked her first to film yeah he asked if they could and she was like i'm not trying to and then she went to the bathroom to change or whatever and he fucking set his camera phone his phone up with the camera on And fucking filmed it without her consent, which pissed me off. I was ready for him to die immediately afterwards. Oh, a thousand But then like the film did this weird thing where like they put him then, because when he was filming her without her fucking consent, like he saw like the ghost and then had the information about the ghost and he was like, oh shit. And he was running around trying to tell everybody. It's like they put him in the position of being the hero because he got information about the ghost while he was non-consensually filming himself having sex with somebody who had explicitly said they didn't want to be filmed yeah and i was just like are we supposed to be like rallying for him because because we're not i'm not i really just want all these people to die as soon as possible <laughs>
1: yeah he uh so yeah while he while they're having the sex you see the sex
0: the sex (laughs) well this whilst they were making the beast with two backs
1: wait what's that a quote from is that othello
0: beast with two backs yeah uh i'm pretty sure it is shakespeare yeah
1: okay um so while they're doing it (laughs) you see the door open and so that's how you get a shot of like you know, this this ghost is there and then while he's going back he sees it and then so like Katie said, tries to like start warning everyone and you know It didn't work. It didn't work Spoiler alert. No, it didn't work. Um they all die.
0: But in the in the most, they all die. So it here's the thing. This movie could have been amazing because you could take like a bunch of, I can't think of an example of it right now, but I've seen this be successful in the past where you take a bunch of really fucking unlikable characters and you ramp up the unlikability to like level 11. And you, you put them all in one place. And then you have some fucking badass, cool-ass ghost like, who essentially sort of takes on the role of the anti-hero of the film because everybody's cheering for the ghost. Right, Like, you have this fucking entity just, like, off these people one by one, and the deaths are really cool, and it's fucking, like, bloody and gory and, like, over-the-top and campy, and it's a riot. It's a great time. Right. I can't think of an example right now, but, like, we've seen that work before. Well, I mean, that's
1: most B-horror anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, Even that archetype of like, you know, even if you go back to like Friday the 13th, right, where you have, you know, campy camp counselors who, you know, are being douchebags and then, you know, you get them fucking, you know, killed off one by one. That would be great. So That that would would have
0: succeeded. But the thing is that the thing, the entity, the killer, the whatever that is supposed to be our villain has to be cool. And it just wasn't cool in this film. The deaths weren't cool. The fucking, I don't even really remember a lot of the details. People just got kind of like sucked up into this bright light. And that was it.
1: Well, they just like, it. and first it took like forever for you to get your first kill. Like, I think we were three quarters of the way through, over three quarters of the way through. Yeah, we had like 20 minutes of the movie left. um, Before anyone finally gets it. And they're not like, great it there's nothing like you're not even i don't not even
0: good <laughs> like
1: it's not good, no, it's not like it doesn't um what's the word I'm looking for that's there's no satisfying you know Deaths In this film I right. was like what
0: It's it's it just it, yeah The deaths just didn't deliver it w- I get That it was supposed to be like this like Weird meeting of the paranormal And like The cyber world or whatever Which actually can be kind of cool like That can work it's 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 A little more on the well, sci-fi Side of things so I know that That's a little bit more my genre Than your genre but like I have definitely Seen um I've seen I've seen sort of um, I guess lore of that where we, t- we take the paranormal and then we introduce like, or actually we're introducing the paranormal to the concept of like the cyber world and the internet and things like that. And that can be really interesting. For example, um, what was that film?
1: Unfriended.
0: Unfriended. Yeah. Unfriended did that in an incredibly um, impressive way. Like Unfriended was great with that. Um, and, and said a lot, I think Unfriended was trying to say a lot of things about social networking that this film was also trying to get across, and Unfriended did it better. And, you know, you had the satisfying deaths and, and things like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I and mean, it was
0: low budget, by the way. It doesn't uh, have to yeah, be high budget yeah. to have a really impressive, you know, death. You You know, you don't have to... You don't have to blow the bank to fucking that's not the expression. Break the bank. Break the bank. <laughs> you don't have to blow the bank.
1: <laughs> you don't have to blow the bank teller to get what you want.
0: <laughs> you don't have to do that either, but you you do have to be, you know, creative and inventive and have fucking seen horror. To me this feel this this movie felt like somebody who has no concept of horror trying to to pull off horror.
1: Yeah, uh Well, it's interesting, um, because there were, all right, so I will, all right, so I know we've been dogging this film, uh, there were a couple of moments that I would like to highlight as an appreciation, there was one scene where the, our main girl's room had sort of been, um, it looked like it was broken into, had sort of been, uh, ransacked and, you know. The maid was in there and she was cleaning and trying oh, to clean yeah. it all up that was good. and okay. she's uh, taking pulling the sheets off the bed and she pulls the pillowcases off kind of tosses them to the side pulls a couple more things off and then all of a sudden she pulls the sheets off the bed throws them behind her and when she throws them behind her it lands on the silhouette of a figure.
0: Of a little boy. Of like a little boy. That was cool. That was very cool.
1: So that happened. Visually, that was very interesting. And I think the reason probably why it worked was because the film literally, like that was, it didn't set up anything else like that.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like it just, it was unexpected because I'm like, whoa, a good moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't expecting it to, there to be a good moment. And I think, I think something like that probably wouldn't have worked if there was someone, uh, if the film had just been a little bit smarter Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I I just wonder if it worked because we were so starved for that. No,
0: I think, well, so I do think that that comes into play, but I think that that scene was very well done. The way that it was, um, the way that it sort of lulled you into...
1: Some security.
0: Right. And then you... Well, not necessarily even security, but it sort of lulled you into, like, every day. Like, it was almost... Like, the b- beginning of that scene of just watching her make the bed was kind of fucking boring. And we established that nothing's there. as She's, like, throwing things onto the pile. And then all of a sudden, the silhouette of this boy, like, that was creepy as fuck. And I love that. And, like, the reference of, like, the white sheet over his silhouette was very, like, old school, like, ghost representation. But it actually is, like, a literal ghost um, and I, I thought that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was genuinely well done.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there were a few moments, um, where you know s- where the stylization was really cool. Um, but I mean, other than that, it was it. And so it was really interesting to find out that, um, this was actually written by the same person who wrote Ma, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I think we both went to see that film. We both liked it. Um, and directed by Karen Wacher who did a film that I actually really like, which is uh, The Sisterhood of the Night. Um, I enjoyed that film. I enjoyed both of these films. So I'm not quite sure what happened yeah, what here. what
0: happened with this one? Because I, w- I was sure that DeadCon was going to be directed... Um, by a team that we know nothing about. Like well, I, I was absolutely sure that it was, you know, and not to not to slam independent film directors because there have been independent films that we've watched that we reviewed on this show that we fucking loved, and you know, I, not to slam them, but I felt sure that this was going to be directed by like nobody.
1: Well, I mean, they don't have a lot of horror under their belts. I mean, it was Ma... But what they and do
0: have is good. Like, it's nothing like this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it... I don't... I don't know. Jesus. I, 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 I'm I. not sure. I
0: guess, you know, everybody's got one, man. Everybody's got one where they just...
1: I just wasn't expecting just didn't, didn't, to connect this film with something like Ma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which, I, like I said, we really like. Interesting. But, um, so, yeah, I guess we're at that point now. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, guys, I wonder how we're going to rate
0: it. I wonder if we're going to chill with it or kill it. Katie,
1: do you chill or do you kill?
0: You know, just to give an example of how to handle awesome deaths in horror, I'm going to kill it, and I'm going to kill it (laughs) with absolute... um, glamour. I'm going to kill it with old school horror uh, gusto um, just to give an example. I'm yeah. going to kill it. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to choke it from the back seat as it goes cross side and lands on that. the horn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. For me, um, like I said, I will recognize that there were a couple of moments in there that looked really great um, and that very rare, those one or two moments that worked, uh, and, you know, I think even at one point I pointed out or noticed that the walls of the hotel kind of looked like the pattern of the shining, the floors. Um, I mean, yeah, but, but not in a cool not way, not in a cool in a way, a shitty,
0: but like you're dressing like your older sibling cause you want to be cool way. True. Like,
1: so I just, <laughs> I have to kill it. Um, I have to kill it. Kill I have it to fire. take a fucking, now. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to come up behind it while it's talking on the phone and mm. strangle it with the cord, with the phone cord, with the fucking phone cord, and then I'm gonna take a knife and then just jab it right in the back.
0: Mm. Yeah. And
1: then that's that's what I'm gonna do with it, and I'm just okay. gonna leave it on the floor while
0: it's while it's wearing its chunky cable knit Drew Barrymore sweater.
1: Uh, no, <laughs> while it's naked. <laughs> a la PG Souls. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, so yeah that's it we're gonna both uh, kill this fucking film which I think is we've been on a streak of of chills we
0: have we so, have you know I mean it happens it's out there some good some bad so in your Netflix then just you know keep it in mind there's a balance delicate balance mm-hmm. to the universe oh yeah and uh, much like the universe itself horror has it's it's good and it's bad
1: and it's fucking terrible <laughs>
0: all right guys uh if you want to connect with us outside the show we will be fucking happy to talk to your ass outside the show genuinely not being fucking fake we're thankful for you oh yeah thanks for listening to our content you're never a burden (laughs) like Never, not once. Connect with us on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. You can always find us on Facebook. Just search The Haunted Heart Podcast. Um, Like I said on the episode for this week, just hop into the Facebook group. We want to make it a place for socialization. Um, We want to, you know, give you guys an outlet, especially during this um, difficult time sort of period that we're in where the whole fucking world's in limbo, you know, join, join us on Facebook. It's definitely not a fucking haunted social media platform that is going to steal your soul for sure.
1: You sure about that?
0: Not even remotely. (laughs) Anyway, you can review the show on, uh, Apple podcast on stitcher on whatever platform you use to, um, to listen to us. A couple of people use YouTube by the way. So thanks for the comments. Yeah. So if you
1: listen to us on YouTube, uh, Sorry, I didn't realize people commented on YouTube. <laughs> I really didn't. Katie, the other day no, was like, trouble. we should start responding to those comments on YouTube. And I'm like, what comments?
0: I'm like, we should figure out how to like log in to post a response there. So... We're going to work on that, YouTube. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You'll be seeing more of us.
0: In the meantime, if you get tired of us not responding to your posts on YouTube, um, you can, or to your comments on YouTube, you can email us at the gmail.com and crawl our ass.
1: Yeah, tell us to respond do by it. emailing us. Do
0: it. We'll love that. We'll love that.
1: Fucking love it. <laughs> get into it.
0: All right, guys. Until next time.
1: You know what you got to do. You got to. Stay spooky.